looking for a podcast about sports and current events that's worth a damn? Well, you're in the right place. This is On The Clock Radio. Funny as hell, and they love to argue. Let's do the damn thing. You're listening to On The Clock Radio with Raul Lescano. Raul Lescano. Reggie Edwards. Reggie Edwards. And Tyrone Benson. And Tyrone Benson. Too cocky in the cool feeling. Always in the press while this bitch acting. Got to spend 150 on the presidents. Nigga, don't touch. Yeah, smell like money and we smoking on. What's going on, the clock fans, man? Little brand new Tigger, Lil Wayne, but we got a beautiful brand new show for you. So it's October 9th, man. So much has been going on over the weekend. We got to talk about the Hurricanes, the Bucks, the Dolphins, the Jags being up on the Bills in London, taking a long trip to get your butt whooped to come all the way back. We got some college things we're going to talk about. High school. It's a brand new show, man. You got to join us. It's beautiful, Tim. And now it's nice and cool. Oh, we can come outside again, man. It's good. Let's get this started, man. Hey, man, you're on the clock. It's me and Tyrone. We ready to go. You on the clock. Like money and we smoking on. Honey in the pack, keep the bees wax. Our man's bag, got my bitch acting. AP. Brand new AP NHD. These diamonds be talking in a sleep. You know not to test me like SAT. They pay me like RiRi. ASAP. Hotter than AZ. Cool as an AC. Yeah, my diamonds gonna sing like Do Re Mi. Yeah, my diamonds gonna dance like my bro CB. And I pop 2X. That's Dose Key. Yeah, brand new money. Brand new hundreds. Got a bunch of zeros like a bag of new funyuns. Brand new phone with a brand new number on some brand new shit. Need a brand new plumber. I'm gonna be her brand new black cucumber. Yeah, brand new Wheezy, man. What's going on, Tyrone? How you been, my sir? What's up, man? Man, same old, same old, man. Football and just hanging out. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Same here, man. Same here. Crazy weekend, man. Crazy weekend in football, man. I, I got to say. Uh, how was high school? How did how the young man do on Friday night? All right, man. Well, he's up to 10 rushing, touch, uh, 10 rushing touchdowns on the season. He had two last night. That's what's up. Uh, or two uh, two Friday night. Um, the two, he, he didn't really, he didn't really carry the ball that much. They're saving him for, they got, they run the district play from here on in. So they're saving him for districts, but he probably had a good 70. Yeah. Good 70, 80 yards. So had a couple good players on defense. Um, he almost popped uh, two punt returns or two kick returns Ooh. for a touchdown. He, uh, yeah, one dude, he shot, he shot the kicker, cut back in and lost his footing because the, the kicker put his hand out and lost his footing, got tackled. So it was like a 73-yard return. And then uh, they scored the end of the game, or not them, but um, Centen- uh, Centennial. Yeah. What was it? Palm? No, what was it? Central. A four period Central score, like with like thirty seconds left in the game mm. against JV kids and stuff. And that that snapped their. They were they were on the verge of having five on five straight shutouts, but they put JV kids in. I don't know why they do it every week. They oh, they gotta get the experience, man. They gotta get the experience. No, nah, fuck. Man, look, fuck them kids. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to break the school records. So, hey man, come like on, hey. come on, man. You can't say. And then when, <laughs> and, and, and when they when they when they scored, 
if I was defense coordinator or defense coach, this is exactly why y'all motherfuckers don't play. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, but, but uh, yeah, he he popped that one. I think that one was like like fifty five or sixty yards. He ran out of bounds to save time. So, but yeah. But yeah, they're six and one right now, sitting pretty. They're number three and four S right. in the whole state. So they're looking good, man. Looking good. He's still crazy, so, brother. Well, that's good, man. Look, Friday night, my son, uh, his team took on uh, Tampa Bay Tech here, man. The Tampa Bay Tech Titans. And I will say this, man. Mixed mixed emotions about the game, but I tell you what, the atmosphere out there at that football field is simply amazing. They have an announcer over there, right? Named Jay Scudder. Yeah. Jay Scudder, I mean, I, I don't know how, I don't know, how can I say this? I don't know how I can go to other high school games now and not get the same entertainment that you get from that game. Jay Scudder is the announcer for the game. When I tell you music, when I tell you hype, when I tell you, you sportsmanship, you know what I'm saying, on both sides of the football, call, calling it, you know what I'm saying, almost like he's neutral. Even though I know he's the, the tech commentator, he was he was taking care of the other side as well. You know what I mean? Um, oh, right, right. And and a lot of the kids. It was funny is that the Jay Scudder coached a lot of the kids that are at Tech and at the at Hillsborough High School. He coached a lot of them, or even seen them go through their little league career. You know what I mean? Right. So it was a little bit more love there for for both sides, which was which was really refreshing to have, man. Because you get some of these announcers that are you know plain or outdated, and they really don't know that any of the kids that are on the field, and they just you know, promote concession stand and stuff like that, which he, he did too, but it was good to hear some comedy. He has some great jokes, bro. Bro, he has some great jokes. He, like, in between plays, if you're walking in that crowd, man, and he spots you, and you look like a celebrity, he finna call you out, man. He finna call you out. Ladies and gentlemen, real quick, let's everybody give a round of applause for Rick James. Everybody real quick. It's <laughs> just like, damn. From the other side, yeah, you're like, damn, I wish I could see that person, man. Yeah, see, sometimes I wish I would announce because I used to do that with the youth football over yeah. here, and I'll get up there. Cause we had to do our little little hour community service or whatever to help out. Yeah. So I would announce, and yeah. so like I would do, I would do the same thing. You know, hey, because uh, yesterday we're in a buffalo chicken wing special for ten minutes. Uh, ten wings, five dollars. You see everybody get up and start running. Even though we ain't got no damn buffalo wings, yeah, but they would all run over there and. But I'm like, oh, if you find this person that's wearing a black shirt with a red hat, blah, 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 he has the first person to get to him, he owes you $5. Right. You see all little kids running around looking for this dude. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Well, Jay, Jay Scudder, he's, you know, not only does he announce, he's a Jay Scudder production, so he can do web design, he can do marketing, he can do uh, beats and music. He's actually the, you know, it's funny, man, he's actually the one that made this this beat here. He's the actual inventor of on the clock um, uh, that he does for us for when we close and open the shows. So, but it was great to see. I mean, he made the he made the game fun. You know what I mean? Because when you get two, you know, you know how it is when you get two rival schools or not even rivals, but just two big school, two big school names. If there's a lot of emotion that goes into the game from the parents to the players to the coaches, and then you get everybody outside of it that come to the game. Let me tell you something, man. There's people standing up everywhere over there. Wasn't enough parking. They put they put you in the park somewhere, man. It was, but it was it was a a, a good game until them Tampa Bay Tech Titans, man. They just opened up a can and just were able to capitalize on things that we just didn't do very well. We had four personal foul penalties. 
in one drive, bro. In one drive. And rightfully so. Like, and it wasn't even it wasn't even one of those penalties where you're like, oh, the referee's tripping. Like it's blatant. You know what I mean? Like you, you know, you you want to root for your team. <laughs> you want to root for your team, but you're like, well, shit. If we're doing things like this, man. Of yeah. course he's gonna call it, man. You got you can't let it go. You know, the extra know, yeah. Yeah, we had three touchdowns called back because stupid ass personal fouls. I'm like, dude, and the parents all they booing and shit. Like, if y'all watching the same game as me, you saw that kid blindside that kid 15 yards downfield, right? And the ball's already damn near in the end zone. He should have touched him. Yeah, it's football. No, yeah, you don't, he you don't do that. Him, yeah. Right, right. You don't do well, that. Well, ours was ours was more. Right. Ours was more. Uh, we were on defense when we got him, so. Ours was more of tackling, you know what I'm saying? Like the extra stuff when you get to the sideline, you know, the yeah. extra shove, the extra push, the extra landing on somebody. Yeah. And, and you don't want to see it, you know what I'm saying? And you, you <laughs> secretly you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, yo, let's go. Let's, but rules are rules. Like don't, you already got him out of bounds. Let's go. We don't need to give him more. And the defense was thumping, man. Like they were flying to the football. They were doing really good until we kept giving them penalties and penalties and penalties. And then the third quarter is... <laughs> single-handedly one of the worst quarters I've ever seen a football team have to go through. And I love those kids that play out there. I really do. But it was a lot of, like, we had three strip fumbles returned for touchdowns. Three of them. They, we were on offense. They stripped and, and scooped and scored three times. Jeez. It was fucking tough to see and feel. And then we threw a pick. I mean, it was bad, man. It was the ship. We sunk really fast. Um, and the, But, again, the score doesn't. It was 45-12, to 12, Tyrone. The score doesn't sit there and say, you know, how hard the kids played or whatever. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Because up until halftime, it was a really good game. Yeah, I, I get you. I get what you're saying. Yeah. so it, I get what you're saying. He did good. And then uh, on Saturday, uh, Jaden had a football game. And that was good too, man. Um, struggled. We struggled for about three quarters to get into the end zone. Uh, and then we finally found a way. And then that happened. The, the other team, it happened to them. The third quarter came around and pfft, we were able to bury them a little bit, and uh, we won too. So it was a good weekend, not too bad. The only problem I have is, is well, not problem, but we I had to watch the Miami Hurricane game on my cell phone. So we all know what happened to the Miami Hurricanes this weekend. If you don't know, you're going to find out real quick what happened. Well, I was about to buy one of them jerseys until I know, they lost. I know, I know, so, I know, <laughs> and I know. And, and, and listen, man, hey, I took – Hey, the FAU still their, their shine? FAU? FIU. What do you mean? Well, they, they, because they wore their Miami Miami lights uh, uniforms on Thursday night. I don't know Thursday night. Yeah, they, they had the same kind of idea as Miami. Oh no, I don't know. I know um, when I was watching on the phone. You know, we we looked good in all black. It was a nice uniform. Um, but anyway, we, I took my son and his uh, some of his football team members to Hollow Scream in Bush Gardens, which was which was amazing. It was really, really fun to watch. Um, first off, I didn't know kids at that caliber could scream so high. They were scared the whole time. And it was fun. It was fun to go to Hollow Scream, man. If you haven't been there, you got to go to Tampa. If you haven't been to, you know, uh, Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando, you got to do that. You got to experience it at least once because it is a fun time to, to be scared a no. little bit. It's fun. No. Man, I, no. I, no. I know what you're saying, but it was, no. it was, it was pretty fun, man. Um, but anyway, I, don't do, I don't do scary stuff, bro. I see. I see. As we're I watching, watch, the, I don't watch scary movies. Oh, I, I don't either. I don't. I can't. If I do, I gotta leave these lights on. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not ashamed to admit that. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah I, I can't, can't yeah, do it. I'm okay. Um, but no. So I watched the hurricane game, bro. I don't mean to interrupt you. I watched the hurricane game, and 
for four weeks up until coming this game, you know, the stir of Miami has been like, okay, here we go. We're we're not we're not back. We're not by any means saying the Hurricanes are back and we're contenders. But but the quality of football being played was a lot better. You know what I'm saying? That's because they got Crystal Ball's recruits in there now. Let him do yeah. his thing now. And and listen, man, he's so, been doing a hell of a job. I got to admit, he's been doing a really good job. Um, but well, not even but before, like when Randy Shannon had him, just you know. Didn't look like the same team when Al Golden had them. Mark Wright had them. They looked okay. We we're starting to get back, and then we went right back down with Manny Diaz. So we 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 have been up and down. But all I'm talking about is like the level play and scenarios in football. You know what I'm saying? What what's what you're gonna do if you're if you're backed up by your own end zone coming out? Like what what play are you gonna call if you're on the goal line? What are some tendencies that you like? like there's football games that we just don't look like we have football IQ. Um, and that was last year. Well, we got overshadowed last night, or not last night, Saturday night, when Miami decides. If you didn't miss it, Miami's playing Georgia Tech. Great game. Comes down to we're winning 20-17, to 17, and all we have to do is run out the clock. Georgia Tech calls a timeout on first down, which or when we got the first down, they call timeout to, to kind of stop the clock because when, when the chains get reassessed, they're going to you know start the clock. So they call timeout. It's probably about a minute, 10 seconds at that point. We go ahead and we run a play to get the clock moving, which is fine. Second down comes. In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, let's take up all 40 seconds on second down. No, they go ahead and run a play again. And when they ran the play, they let, you know, they ran it like 15 seconds. Like they ran it too quickly. He got the play, called the play, and he still had like 30 seconds on the play clock. Like, what do you, you don't have to run a play that fast. Well, it's third down now. It's 40 seconds left, and they have no timeout. Georgia Tech has no timeouts. There's no reason in football that you just don't take a knee. That you just don't take a knee. Take the knee, let the clock run out, because when it's like five seconds, they start walking across the field like, forget it, they won. There's nothing we can do. Bro, when I saw that they handed the football off, and the commentators are saying Miami does not have to do this right now. They just have to take a knee. Hands the football off, and this man comes through the hole and then fumbles it while fighting for extra yards, fumbles the football, and Georgia Tech lands on it. I almost, I, when I tell you, I almost threw my phone across the Bush Gardens area. I probably would hit one of those damn elephants sitting down in the pit right there. I could not believe that we actually handed the ball off. And we just we could we'd be five and zero waking up on on Monday morning. Instead, we are not. We are four and one, and we are the laughing stock of college football again because we did not understand situational football. Now, but before I give it to you, Tyrone, and you tell me all your thoughts, I just I, my last thing I have to say is, I I I know who I would blame, and it's five people on that list. It ain't just one. It's five people I would blame on that list of what happened that night. So I'll let you take it over. What, what are your thoughts about what happened to Hurricanes? Um, pretty much the same what you just said. Like, as a coach, you got to know your, the time. You got to know what's going on, situation, what's going on across the field. I would have took a knee on third down with 40 seconds left because in the NCAA, the play clock is 45 seconds long. So, I mean, just take a knee. But like you said, I'm blaming five people as well. I don't know if it's five, but it's close to five. 
I'm blaming the coordinator or head coach one. Two, I'm blaming the OC for calling that play. Then I'm going back to the head coach because he heard that play in his headphone. And then I'm going to the quarterback for just not changing the play and just saying victory formation, take a knee. I'm going to take a knee. We'll line up in this formation, but I'm going to take a knee. And and that's where and that's – bro, you hit around the head. Like all those people – in, in oh, there's the, one more. There's, there's one more. Oh, go ahead. And then the running back. Yep. You get blame him too. Yep. Just fall. Stop fighting for yards. Just fall. You only ran for 32 yards the whole game. What you trying to get? 34. <laughs> right. So, right. Right. That list. That yeah. list. I I could. And, you know, I've had I've had people text me because they they were like, oh, they ran that play, whatever. And and on Sunday, I was like, no, the quarterback should have called the play. They're like, no, he has to listen to the coach. No, the listen to me. Do you know how many times a quarterback changes a play? How many times people like, we're not running that. We're going to run this. Yep. You know and what I'm then, saying? Yeah, like I told you earlier, <laughs> Miami's not used to winning. So it, it was hey, new hey, to them. Hey, hey, hey. They, they, they didn't know hey. that, you know, this is what we do. Nah, I don't think it's about not used to winning. You, yes, he's he's been enough college games to know what to do, and so is the other coaching staff. If the OC was the one that called down, hey, let's run, you know, you know, twins right, F over, 44 ISO or 26 ISO, whatever he calls. If he calls a play, as a head coach, like you said, I have the headset on. I freaking go, hey, no, 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 take a knee. We're not doing that. Take a knee. We're just taking a knee. Take a knee. So what I'm interested to find out, which I went to Google and stuff, I want to know where was he at on the sideline when this play was being called? When they broke the huddle, like, was he standing there watching what's going on and just didn't listen to the headset? Did he have the headset already off, expecting to take a knee like everybody else would? I know he took the blame, but, bro, even as the offensive lineman, like, no. Why are we running the ball? No. I blame all 11 of them. I blame all 11 football players that was out there. Who knew better? Who knew? No, let's just take a knee. Because you know why, bro? Each one of them motherfuckers have played Madden before. Yep. Each one of them have played Madden. You know what to do. But, no, I can't say that because even if I'm winning by 57 with five seconds left, I'm still trying to air it out. Because you know why? Because you know why, bro? It's a video game. You don't have have rankings on there that's going to, you know, hold you and the school accountable. You're not going to be fired if you mess this up because nobody's going to know that you did it. You know what I'm saying? You don't have ESPN watching you at your house when you make that call. Like, everybody, it's a a primetime game, man. It's a Saturday night game. Why? Yeah, why even just take take even if and then somebody else, no, the clock stopped. I was like, no, the clock was running. Take the knee, let the clock run some more. Which again, the game's over if you take one knee. If he takes one knee, the game is over because they still have fourth down. There was yeah, no time. It, it was over. Just take the freaking knee, and now we're like laughing stock of freaking college football, and FSU's over there five and zero. Yeah, but even even <laughs> if the clock stopped, I still take a knee. And then I'll take it if it had more time. I would just take a delay a game. Yep, take a delay if you have punt, to, and then punt that shit away. Yep, and <laughs> and time right now. and make one. And here's the uh, here on top of if you thought the knee was even bad, it was worse on defense too. It was just as bad. You know, in in, in as a defensive guy, you, and you know this, Tyrone, as a defensive guy, and I'm an offensive guy. Like I know what to expect from the defense. They're going to be in a prevent defense. 
That's what should come up. You should be in a prevent defense, three safety high, three low, and you're just waiting for it to, you know, keep everything in front of you, tackle them because time's on your side. So it doesn't matter if you get a 15-yard gain or 20-yard gain. Yeah. Just don't let them score. Yeah, I guess I got to tell my DBs, protect the, protect the sideline. Just, just don't let him fucking score, bro. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what you know what defense we were in? We were the base. We were in our base two high quarter schemes with the third with the with the corners. Bro. And the mother and you bought a blitz. Why? Why? <laughs> Just Why? rush three guys. Keep four underneath. Keep three high. Just why are we doing this? And I'm thinking to myself, yeah. God, God must be punishing me for this. Like, what did I do wrong to deserve such stupidity on both sides of the ball? Because even though he fumbled it, even though he fumbled it and it was a bad call, you as a defense should have stopped him from scoring. The safety bit on a post and he rerouted and got behind him and threw it over his head. I almost threw my phone and hit the alligator pit. Like, Jesus Christ. I couldn't believe, man. It was it was heartbreaking to watch. You know, yeah, well, I, I, I believe you, man. I'm not here, but I'm so used to like Alabama just running through teams, and every game we play is like a nail biter. Yeah, you have no idea what's going to happen. You have no clue. Right. The Oklahoma Texas game was a good game. If, if anybody caught that game, it was a great game. That guy at Texas, man, the quarterback, uh, I think it's Ewers, Ewers, or something like that. Ears, yeah. Ears, yeah. Hey, man. Three hundred forty-six yards throwing, one touchdown. He did throw two picks, but hey, man, he's lighting it up over there. Yeah, one of them picks wasn't his fault. The receiver right. caught it, got hit, the ball popped up. Right, and, and the other team got it. And it so. is, yeah, I get it. But he, but again, yeah. Oklahoma beating Texas was huge. Number twelve team beat number three. You know what I'm saying? Thirty-four to thirty, um, giving Texas their very, very first loss. So we'll see how they fall in the rankings. Um, I think Florida State, in my opinion, should jump up to number four, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Just the way they've been playing and dominating team that they play. They've been – Jay Norvell, or I'm sorry, was it Jay Norvell? Norvell, whatever. He's he's made – he has got that team humming right now. Like, he's got yeah, them boys they, playing. But they, they haven't played nobody yet either. So, well, what do they play, y'all? Start getting into the thick of the ACC We don't even schedule. know when to take a knee. So I, to me, that's not even going to be, you know, that I, I fully well, that, expect to be. Well, Florida State crushed. got that receiver kid that transferred in. That joker is a monster. He's like yep. six six. Yep. It's like holy cow. So when that when the official polls come out, which should be what tomorrow or should be should be Tuesday, should right? Be, should be Tuesday. No, should be tomorrow. Should be. But tonight it should be today. Yeah, it should be today. So it should be. So if that's the case. Georgia would be number one, of course. Michigan would be nah, number one. Nope, nope. I think Michigan, I think Georgia's going to lose a number one. No, nah, I think they keep them there. There's no, even though they played, know. even though they had a tough team they played, you know what I'm saying, and, and it came down to wire. It, it's, there. Uh, to me, there's no way that you that you drop Florida. If you drop Georgia, it'd be number two or number three. Yeah. yeah I don't so think they want to be a number one team anymore because they've been struggling. I mean, they beat, they, they beat Kentucky handily, but Kentucky beat themselves. Yeah, I so, agree. I agree. I we, mean, watching that game and just being Kentucky, and it's like, wow, okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was telling you before, I was like, man, look, they have 
they were moving the ball, but down the field on them. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then all of a sudden, you know, he gets out of the red zone. He got linemen doing dumb shit. Yep. Like doing swan dives on, on players on the ground. And, yep. And I, I just think, because Kentucky's a physical team. And they really they, are. Yeah. And they and they beat up on the Gators. I mean, they were just knocking the Gators, Gators around. Gators ain't been the Gators in a long time, man. Nah. And they were just cracking them the whole game. And the hell, the running back, uh, what's his name? Something, I don't know, some day, I think. I don't know, but anyway, number one. Uh-huh. That that joke ran for like two eighty eight against the Gators. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was chunking he was chunking about against Georgia, but all of his big runs kept being called back for stupid ass penalties. Well, so like I'm saying, bro, I, I think Georgia. We'll see how they fall, but if I had to rank them, Georgia's one, Michigan's two, Ohio State's three, and Florida State would be number four. Now, number five, six, and seven. I, me personally, five would be Oklahoma since they beat Texas. You know what I'm saying? Uh, six would be Penn State, seven Washington. I, that's where I would probably fall them out. I know my Hurricanes went, are, we're gonna, we'll probably be dead last because we, we, we're we're going to fall right off the, the rankings because of the of the loss to Georgia Tech, uh, a non ranked team. Um, I thought Georgia Tech was seventeen though. No, Georgia Tech was Georgia Tech wasn't ranked at all. We were oh, ranked. They were ranked. No, we were ranked seventeen. Oh okay. Yeah, we were ranked seventeen, and we since we lose to them who weren't ranked. I know we're gonna completely fall. You know what I mean, we go completely way down, which right. is a pain in one. But um, it is what it is. Um, yeah. Let's see, who? Yeah, that should be it. Alabama. I think you guys stay where you guys were. 11, 10, 11. Yeah, yeah, I don't think we're ever gonna. I don't even think unless Texas loses again, we won't jump Texas. So no, with Texas's loss, they're gonna come down from three. So maybe, maybe, well, and again, this could be seven, eight, nine, maybe nine, maybe eight, maybe seven, somewhere in between there, maybe 10, who knows? Um, we'll see, USC game, I mean, Jesus, you talk about struggles, even though they, they won, uh, Arizona gave them everything that, that they wanted, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I said, I, I didn't, I wasn't high on USC anyway. Yeah. And then, you know, especially like when they played Colorado, like we knew that they were going to beat Colorado. And yeah, yeah when they struggled at the end, but you knew they were going to beat them because of the USC. US, so. Yeah, but USC only, their offense is, is it's going, how can I say, it's going score for score. Like, this is the second week in a row that that defense has allowed 41 points put on them. And now they got to go play Notre Dame, which even though I don't think Notre Dame is. is Really, really great, but they're going to look good against that defense because right. everybody else is putting up 40 points. And then USC's got to play Utah, which I know Utah puts up points. So um, USC has a, has a tough, you know, five, six games coming ahead, seeing how their, their schedule's laid out. They got Washington and Oregon the last two games of the season. Three games. Loss and loss. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's going to be interesting. Yo. College, college yeah. is, is doing is, – is right where they need to be. Uh, Colorado, Deion Sanders. I know the – I know the, the – Anticipation and the the, the the excitement has kind of like died down a little bit, but hey man, that guy Shador Sanders is for real. Yeah, he led him to another comeback victory. Uh, I mean, he. It, I don't know how people don't think he's for real. I don't. It's the people that, that haven't watched him that never watched him. Yeah. Like I, I've been watching him since he's been in high school. Mm. I should watch. I should watch since he was a little kid. 
and playing peewee ball, but we got to high school and they had a little thing on YouTube and I watched all those. I followed when they played on TV. Yeah. We went to the we went to when they played uh FAMU uh high school. Yeah. And so I mean he is legit. He's always been legit. I mean it's just you know, it's just sad. Yeah. And so it's like people they're not, they're not giving him his nod. And, like, I seen an article the other day. They were saying that he's trying to pad his stats mm-hmm. and trying to figure out, like, how you trying to pad your stats? And it's because he takes sacks. He doesn't throw the ball away. And I know we talked about it, we talked about it earlier as well. You know, I mean, he's he learning he learned, he learned from Tom Brady. Right, right. And Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, they, they took sacks. They just failed. Yeah, they're like, not going to take the they, hits. Yeah, they see the pressure coming, they just drop. Yeah. I, and so I I I I tell you man, I don't know uh I've, I've I'm again, I'm excited to watch them every weekend. Like I'm I have found myself looking every weekend to find a Colorado game. Uh just like I see Shador Sanders, Dion and the Colorado Buffaloes because again, it the, the the I don't know if it's me, bro, but the style of football being played just reminds me of of when I was younger, not our teams, but you know the eras that we grew up the, in that era. The the you know watching the hurricanes of of that era, the 2000, 2001, the Florida States of the world, the Nebraska. You know those, those that type of era of how that football was ran, how you establish a defense to get in this coverage so you can do things. I know teams try to do that, but this is just an old school way of of how they play football with with a new, I gotta say, new vibe to it. I know the no huddle is is something that a lot of people don't favor. Um, because you can give if you don't get it going, you can give you can give the other team more possessions. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yep. With so, a quick four and out, three yeah. and out. And especially when you're only taking 35, 40 seconds on the clock, you're only, that's all you're taking off. You're giving them extra possessions in the game that can really hurt you, which I think is what's happening with Colorado. Dion will probably figure it out and say, you know what, maybe if we huddle a couple times, we're good, and then we'll you know sputter here. You know, we'll hit the gas here when we can, and then come back and huddle real quick, and then sputter and do it again. Um, he'll figure out, okay, I can take some chunks off the, the time here and not put so much pressure on my defense. But I still love what they're doing, man. Flipping to the professional side of football, the team I want to start with first is in my division, um, which is not the Miami Dolphins, but I want to talk about the, the <laughs> New England Patriots, man. For the second week in a row, Bill Belichick pulled Mac Jones, pulled him out of the game, and told the media that Mac Jones is still the number one starter. Um. I can't blame Mac Jones though. Watching them play, their play calling is one very. They don't even they don't have an offensive coordinator. Listen, and so who's the, like, who's the offensive coordinator? Belichick. No, he's not. Belichick is one of them. There's like two. Belichick two dudes is not calling plays. Belichick is not the offensive coordinator. I'm sure he has input on plays. I'm sure he does, but it ain't him who's who's calling those plays. It's your guy. Who's my guy? The guy that was with Alabama. This one, the black dude? No, Bill O'Brien. Oh, yeah, but shit, you see how soft our fucking offense was last year when he was with us. And look what's going on in the NFL. He is the offensive coordinator over there. That's just like what our offensive coordinator now, uh, Tommy Reese for Alabama. He's terrible. Yeah, like he he's made our offense predictable. We don't take shots downfield. And the same thing with Mac Jones right now. They're predictable. They don't take shots downfield. Everything is within 
like five, ten yards of each other. It's, it's, well, it's, here's 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 my thing about watch. this. Here's my thing about Mac Jones, New England. Okay, I have I don't know a person with a worse record of coaching quarterbacks than Bill O'Brien. That's my opinion. Bill O'Brien was a head coach over there when um, all that stuff was going on with the Texans. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then he came to Nick Saban to revive his career. And yep. Belichick and Saban are he is, he is the offensive like coordinator. He's the offensive coordinator and quarterback's coach for New England Patriots. You have a quarterback who is struggling week in and week out on this team. He's struggling. Whether he whether Mac Jones wants to be there or not, whether he maybe he's you know playing bad to get a force of him to force himself a trade, I don't know. But Bill O'Brien is not working with this guy, and he had, does not have a really great track history when it comes to teaching quarterbacks, having a, a, a huge amount of success. If that mean if that means anything, you know what I mean? Yeah, some, yeah, because I mean we took over the Texans. I mean the Texans were a team to fear back in the day, like a couple of years ago. Yeah, when Deshaun Watson was coming into his own and just taking them all the way damn near to the AFC Championship games, and they were a team to fear, and they he took over, and they've been a laughing stock of the league since then. Yep, yep, yep. And he again, I know it's easy to blame Mac Jones um, and blame you know what's going on in New England on Bill Belichick, but to me, it, this guy is not. I, I, Mac Jones can't clean up his mistakes, and people say, "Oh, it's probably just Mac Jones," but. If I'm Bill O'Brien and, and I'm the quarterback's coach and Belichick and we pull this kid twice, two, uh, two weeks in a row because we're, our offense just can't get going, he's not our guy. You know what I'm saying, Mac Jones, if that's the case. But if you're still making him the starter and pulling him at the same time, Belichick must know that this quarterback coach and this OC ain't shit. He has what I to. Said. He has to know. There's no way. And there's no way Belichick doesn't have suggestions to fix anything. You know what I'm saying? Belichick is, you know, maybe he's just like, fuck it, I'm going to ride out this year and I'm going to fire Bill O'Brien because they're not going to fire Belichick. No, hell no. They're not going to fire that man, the man that made New England. They're not going to fire Bill. Patriots fans can be upset. They can be mad at what's going on, but they're not going to fire Bill. Bill ain't going on. They're saying tank and get uh, Shador. And I tell you what, it doesn't seem like a really bad idea. I'm not going to lie to you. That doesn't sound like a really bad idea, but as if Shador claims to go into the draft. But he already said he wasn't. So, that's what I'm saying. So that that's not that idea is out the window. Yes, yeah, uh, I don't know. Man. <laughs> New England, New England has so much to fix. Not only on the offense side, on defense side too. To me, when to see professionals getting their ass—I mean, just hand it to them, bro. Just hand it to them. You know what I'm saying? It makes you like, okay, this is something. Something's not right here, guys. Like this can't be the New England Patriots winning franchise. Like they winning's in their blood. Winning is what they do. They have they they're the ones that were supposedly giving the blueprint to everybody. You know what I mean? So why are these why are all of a sudden we not be able to to see what's going on? To get their ass kicked by the Saints, 34 to 0. We can't we can't even get in field goal range, bro. Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, shoot, what was I was gonna say? Um man, well, I'm gonna say something intelligent too. You were? That's weird. Yeah, you nice. you were gonna say oh shit. Yeah, it was. I'm cool. actually angry that you. I'll continue with my little rant here. We got Go we got Derek Carr, 100, uh, 183 yards, two touchdowns, look great. Kamara, you know, 22 carries for 80 yards, not his best performance, but he, he scored a tutty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he, he just keeps getting back last week. You got to give him time. Right, right, and he'll he'll get. But that's what I'm saying. Not his best performance, but he did a, 
a solid performance, you know what I mean, to contribute to the team to come in here, tote the rock 22 times, and, and get, you know, a touchdown there. The offense is just horrible. Did you see the fake? I don't know if you saw that. They did the fake tush push. You know what the tush push is? Yeah. Yeah, so the tush push, for anybody that's listening, is, is the Philadelphia Eagles way of getting a one-yard gain quarterback sneak. They have invented this. Not invented, but they have perfected this way of getting it, which is not an easy skill to do, which is not easy at all to to, to go get down and, and get a, or get one yard when everybody knows you're, what you're doing. But they go to – have you broke that down and watched it in slow motion? Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, like the running backs, they get behind him. They put their shoulder pads on his ass cheeks and pretty much lift him through the line. Yeah, pretty much. I was pretty like, much. that's awesome. So so I agree. So then, so the thing about it also is that um, New England, you know, trying to be inventive, they go ahead and do a fake tush push where they all act like they're going to do the tush push and then they pull the ball out and quick pitch it to the right. And that guy's supposed to go to, I, I'm, I'm guessing, sprint to the outside to go ahead and pick up the first down. Well, they try this. They go to pitch. Mac Jones pitches behind the running back, fumbles it. Saints get on the football. You know what I mean? It's just bad execution. There's no way you guys did this great in practice. This had to be done on air or drawn up in the dirt somewhere. There's no way that you guys fucking made this perfectly. Did you, did you have a, a practice squad in front of you? To go through all the variables of the problems that could happen, you know what I mean? Like, come on, like what? To me, again, it's it's it falls on the coaching part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I feel with the Patriots. This is what I was going to say before. Mac Jones don't have nothing around him. No weapons. No running back. They have no running game. They have right. They have they have easily what uh, second twos and threes for receiver. They have no number one receiver. Right. That's right. Like, he he has no weapons, so you expect him to work with nothing. That's the Patriot something. way, but that's the Patriot way. That's what has been established no, by Bill Belichick. No, 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 wrong, wrong. That's Tom Brady's way. Well, no, no, no. That's we, the, we have we established that. That's no, Tom bro. Brady's listen, way. I know what you're saying. I think it only worked best because you had a quarterback that could that could mold and get everybody together. You know what I'm saying? And do what they got to do to create spacing right. and play. Yeah, you're right. But Bill Belichick. And Tom Brady have a impassing, right? So Tom Brady goes to the Bucks. Bill Belichick continues as normal. As if as if to say, as if to say, no. Tom Brady was Tom Brady because this is the system we built. And Bill Belichick hasn't admitted yet that Tom Brady was the fucking system. Yes. Right. So what they're still doing in Patriot land is they're still trying to run. Like if Tom fucking Brady's at the helm and they don't understand, you don't have Tom there no more. And that this needs to be done a different way. This is not working. What you think is what you think is happening is not working whatsoever. Josh McDaniel, as, as much crap as he gets, as much crap as he's getting with the with the, the, the Raiders, he was at least an offensive-minded guy that just had to worry about offense. It's hard for these offense guys to be to be head coaches and still call plays. The ones that do it, God bless you, if they're successful, you're doing a great job. But Jesus. Josh McDaniel is not that guy that can do it, and Bill O'Brien is definitely not an OC. He's just not. He he he's not a quarterback coach because I I still see the same mistakes that Mac Jones making week in and week out. Same thing, yeah. same reads. Anyway, that's that's just my thing. New England was is bad. The Dolphins played uh, a great uh, this this weekend, but again, we played the Giants, so I can't really take too much credit. It's the Giants look exactly. like they're tanking pretty pretty well, just like the Patriots are. Your no, Jacksonville. 
Yep, your Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I think I want to send thank you gifts to Trevor Lawrence and the and the Jaguars because you were able to redeem the Dolphins a little bit and um, beating the shit out of the the Buffalo Bills in in London for me. I really appreciate and, that. And and dude, I mean, we dominated that game too. Like yeah. it was. I mean, we were more physical than them. We we just we outplayed them the whole game. It was we we were in stupid mistakes from us. Cause I watched that game. Um, super mistakes from us kept them in the game. Yeah, but the score, the score wasn't the score like you like we were talking about earlier about the high school score. The score didn't reflect the game play. Oh, I agree because you guys won what twenty five to twenty. 2620 here. Yeah, yeah. So, and then the Mahill, he dropped two touchdowns. Zay Jones dropped one, and our tight end, not Evan Ingram, but our backup tight end dropped another. And so it was like, all right, yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to me, you guys played well. And, and Buffalo woke up there in the second second half a little bit and tried to, to make a late, late rally, just wasn't enough. Wasn't enough to do it. Um, so I thank them very much. The other team I want to talk about, the other Florida team there is the, the ones here in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man, listen, I don't know what you're seeing. I don't know what you think. I don't know what your thoughts on them. I would love to hear it. But the Tampa Bay Bucks and and Baker Mayfield, I'm not sitting here saying he's a, he's a you know, MVP caliber season. I'm not here saying that. But what I am going to say is I'm pretty impressed with uh, Baker here and what's going on. He, he's giving him new life. He he really is, man. He really is. Um <laughs> And for George, since you're not here today, but next time you get on, uh, y'all are far from 0 and 17. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember, he, yeah, he, I would love to get him and Reggie on here at the same time and talk to him about the Bucks because, again, even though they're three and one, um, uh, I think they play Monday night. I think, um, or they have a bye week. One of the I two. Think a bye, I think they have a bye. Bye. Well, they they they're easily easily favored heavily in their division to win it. You know what I mean? Um, the Saints still prove to be a problem with, with Carr at the helm. If anybody else is at the helm, they're they're fine. But if Carr's at the helm, then they become a dangerous Saints team. Carolina doesn't look to be any kind of threat um, whatsoever. I mean, they play decent football, but they're just not there. They're 0-5. So, I, feel, I feel so bad for Brace. I, why? <laughs> I mean, when you're number one pick, I mean, you know you're going to a terrible team. But, oh, yeah. my God, these, these cats are terrible. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Right, I, right. I feel I don't feel bad for him. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's just the way you got to go. If you're really that guy, if you're really him, like a Joe Burrow type guy, then you change that franchise around. You got to. Yeah, yeah, but they also drafted people and put pieces around Joe Burrow to make him great. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't draft shit for this man. They bought that old ass, uh, what's the name? Thing, 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 whatever from Minnesota. Right. They brought him in. They traded their best receiver to Chicago. And so it was like, you ain't leaving with nothing. Yeah. So, And, and again, the Bucks, the Bucks, the team that they, they've beaten, right, the Vikings and the Bears, and the, and they beat the Saints, uh, the only team they lost to was was a very, very, very good Eagles team. You know what I mean? Right. And and here's the rest of some of the schedule for the Tampa Bay Bucks coming up, right? So this very next week on October 15th, they got to play the Lions at 425 p.m. All right, they play them here. They're going to play the Lions. The next week, they play the Falcons as a divisional game, but I think they'll be okay against the Falcons. They'll beat that one, yeah. Yeah. The fucking damn shit, the damn Lions, boy. After, after the Falcons, after the Falcons, yeah, the Lions are, is a tough one. I, I really want to see how that plays out. Lions is tough shit. everywhere, all the way around. 
I'm not saying Ryan that's an easy win. Yeah, that's good. That's going to be a good test for the Bucks to see where they're at. Um, but they play the Bills, then the Texans, then the Titans, then the 49ers, then the Colts. So in that little stretch there, that's about a, uh, in the month of October slash beginning of, no, of November. So I think they beat the Texans. I, beat, I think they beat the Titans. 49ers is a, is a damn load and a half. I mean, that's just a hell of a team. Um, and the Colts, are, that, that'll be a good toss-up. Baker and them, <laughs> Baker and them can very well find themselves. Anthony Richardson, he's out now. Well, what I'm saying is, you could still, you could still, it's still the Colts. So we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Minshew might do something. Who knows? Um, but again, it, and it, it is Baker Mayfield. But we'll see. I, I just think he finds himself in a, in a rebuild or refresh um, time for himself. You know what I mean? Like he's, I don't know, man. If Baker can deliver nine wins, ten wins. They go. I mean, they're going to go to the playoffs. I think they're going to beat everybody in their division. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Because even if the Saints beat them the second time around, they still got the first one on. And the sad part is, I mean, the Falcons could be so good, but they got they have, they got to find their identity. Yeah. Like they they won't live they won't live and die through B. John Ron, Ron Robertson. Right. That's your guy. Yeah. <laughs> like live live and die through him. Like watching them play, I'm saying that because watching them play for the first time last week when they played the Jags in London, Bijan Robinson killed us. Right. But they stopped. They stopped using him. So it was like, okay, well, you're not going to use him. We're going to take advantage of that. Right, so. right, right, right. And, and so we'll see, man. I, I think it's going to be a good, a good time for Tampa here, and, and I think what I think they're he's getting the rolling here. It, it's going to look good. I mean the. They're going to play your Jaguars um, in December, right before Christmas Eve, and they play Saints and Panthers as the last game. I don't know. I think they finish at least 10 games, 10 wins at the very least. Um, I see it. Yeah, I, I, they might. And it, Again, with everybody who Sorry. doubted Baker Mayfield, the coaches found a way to make Baker, what he does really well, show on Sunday. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's really and nice he made, that he can, he's he, mobile. He's making good reads. He ain't turning the ball over like he did against the Browns. Yeah, well, he's the, being smart. He's being smart with the ball. And, and so. the Browns, they just want him to gunsling. Here, they want him, you know still gunsling, just be controlled about it. Right. You I know? still think their I still think their offense is lackluster. I, I like Byron Leftwich. I can't. I'm not saying because I'm not using putting race into it and all that. I can care less about all that. But I like what he did. But everybody knew that Tom Brady pretty much called his own offense, just like yeah. um, what's his name, uh, Peyton Manning. They called their own plays. They yeah. they took they they took their play that they fit in their helmet. But they, all right, I mean, gonna do that shit. We're gonna do this. Yeah, of course. You know? And so, you know, I I can't put all the blame on on what's his name on Byron. But I mean, they, I mean they're looking good. I mean they look good defensively. They look fast. They look. Young, not young, but they look fast. They look physical. So I mean, I'm I'm, I'm pulling for for Tampa. Only because George said they were gonna go 0 and 17, but yeah, he was, he's a little <laughs> bit way. He was way off on that one. But you're right. Tampa has something to be hopeful about. And if you're a Bucks fan, you got to go ahead and, and 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 you know root and cheer for your guys. What I don't like seeing is is when the when the when I look in the stands in the Bucks stadium during a game and I see more fans of the other team is like, have we've lost? Like, has Tampa lost hope? On their team, like you have a you have a decent you have a good team. Support them, you know. what I'm saying it sucks, you know, feeling like you're on the road 
every week, even at your home stadium, you're like, shit, we're still on a road game because we got nobody here cheering for us. You know, right. um, Tampa fans are just funny that way. They're just really funny about that. And yeah, it makes I'm going to ask you about that, too, because, um, like, off the NFL or high school, you remember when we played, we packed off. We have, we have, a, we have a big stadium right. at Palm Bay High. And so it's a big, huge stadium. And we packed that bitch from standing room only. We had yeah. to bring bleachers in from the softball field, from the baseball fields, for yeah. people to sit. And even then, they parked yeah. their cars on Pirate Lane and stood on the cars. Yeah. yeah. And then now you go to a Bar County High School game. There's maybe 15. You can count people in the stands. Well, and, it's and, so and, sad. And, unless it's a rival game. What about a rival game? Do people come no. out? No? No. Palm Bay High played Mel High on Friday. And there was maybe a handful of people in the stands from Palm Bay High. But see, and, and, and you're right, man. There were times there that whoever we went to go play, we brought entire, not only the pirate crowd, not even the Palm Bay crowd. You would pull team, you pull crowds from other teams and be like, yo, I'm going to go check out this game because they say Palm Bay's that good. We got to go see these yeah. boys. You know what I mean? I mean, we traveled well. Like we had like our fans. Our fans traveled with us. Yeah. I mean, hell, we damn near packed the whole side of down the swamp. Yeah. Just for our people, we went to state. Yeah. But I mean, just watch. Just look at the attendance on some. Like I watched like some of the high school games on TV, the ESPN games, and I've seen like clips of like Tampa over there, and like y'all stand be packed. Like people want to. People want to see these football teams. But you come over here to Brevard County, there's not too many teams that can pack a stadium. No. And, like, they wouldn't even – I mean, it's, it's sad. It's bad. But well, over over here, over here, it's the same deal. You know what I'm saying? I, I will say this. Well, I say the bigger schools have a, have a decent crowd. When it's a game like the one that just went on Friday with, like, Tampa Bay Tech versus Hillsborough High School, two, two schools that have a long – well, Hillsborough's been here longer, but good tradition of winning. It brings out the crowd. You know what I'm saying? It brings out a lot of people. There are games where you know Jesuit versus Armwood. That that was a very 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 good game. A lot of people show up for that game. So there's there's some here that that you do get to see. But like yeah, if it's just two teams, like Hillsborough versus Jefferson High School, not getting a crowd, not getting a crowd. And that that used to be a, a hell of a rival back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you, you're not getting a crowd. you're gonna get the the families of the teams or the, who are on the team. But that's pretty much it. You're not gonna get anybody to go like you know what I'm gonna go check out Hillsborough tonight. It, yeah, it doesn't happen. I know, like we went to Oviedo and their student section was just wild. I mean, they they packed the whole damn stadium with just student section kids. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, we've been we've been to two two places so far where their student sections have just wowed us. Like holy cow! Like y'all kids really care about y'all y'all team. Well, that's what I, that's what I say. Tempe Tech has a, a Jay Scudder and the, and, and the Tempe Tech uh, uh, school have really put a, a entertaining twist or entertaining. Uh, entrance level of, of how can I say this atmosphere like that's it's beautiful going over there. I can see why it's so enticing to go over to that school and and be part of it man I mean they had you know they got the the mist coming out they got the the purge song coming out the guys are high playing full they have a huge huge band like it, they have a huge band um which you know it's great to have and then you know at halftime you get a great show from the band which was a great performance as well so all around, you get everything that you need from from a school like that. You know what I mean? It, it was it's beautiful, but not every school does that. And then you nah. know, and to be honest with you, the way this inflation's working, <laughs> might as well watch that thing on somebody's live when you're at home. You know what I mean? Oh hell yeah! I mean, yeah, we went down to Fort Pierce Central and dropped twelve. I mean, I don't pay to get in the games, but 
mean, everybody else paying twelve dollars. Yeah, <laughs> get into a damn high school game. Like, holy shit. Yeah, man, it's it's <laughs> it's a lot. I mean, shoot, I paid thirty two dollars to get into a game. Um, with me and That's the kids. Like, yeah. Because he got a lot of kids, so yeah. But Jesus Christ, now why is the game seven dollars? There was a youth football game over here. You're gonna laugh at this. It's ten dollars to get into a youth football game, bro. Oh, that's how there's uh, so many ones over here, like the Vieras and satellites. What? Who? This bitch. This better come with fries and a drink, a complimentary soda, or something. Jesus. Yeah, I went to go watch my nephew play over here at Bayside High School, the youth league, and the youth league would charge like nine dollars. I'm like. You don't even pay that much for it. I just feel game. like, bro, I feel like if I got to pay $10 to entrance into a Little League game, those coaches better not have sandals on coaching youth football. They, they all better be in a uniform. They all better be unified. Like, they're all wearing the same khakis, the same collar shirts. For ten, If I got to pay $10 to that organization, you better make sure. And, and here's the other kicker. $10 to get in, no concession stand whatsoever. There ain't no, you don't even get no Powerade or nothing during the game. You just play your game and go home. Oh well, shit. I mean, they they do they do us over here. Like uh, you pay your little ten dollars to get in, but you can't bring no cooler or anything else in there. Like, which, uh, I'm out here all day. I got four kids in the league. Like, I'm not I, gonna be going to sit and buy paying five dollars for a power. My guy, my guy, not here, not here. That's the first mm. time I ever heard of a team doing that. I was like, you got to be shit. Who charging ten dollars over here? That's crazy to me, but they do it, and times yeah. have changed, man. Nobody, nobody knows how it happened or why it happened, but I blame all the parents for it. So, yep. <laughs> some way it was y'all's fault. But anyway, that's all the time we got, man. If you like what you heard, go ahead and hit us up on email on the clock twenty uh, at gmail and let us know what you what you think, your thoughts, and also if you want to jump on the show with us, that's fine with us. Hit us up on Instagram on the clock radio. Join us on the sports talks when we do on Facebook and our groups at OTC Sports. And uh, for that, man, be safe, Tyrone. I'll make sure all the other guys get on here. We got to have a, a huge one. I got a couple high school kids that want to jump on with us, so we're going to do that too, bro, okay? Sounds good. All right, brother. Be safe, man. All right. been listening to on the clock radio we hope you enjoyed the show we know we had a blast make sure to like rate and review the show and we'll be back soon but make sure to follow us on instagram and facebook at on the clock radio y'all be cool see you next time